We continue our review of the season by talking about the designated hitter. Once again, we have to say goodbye to a legend and Albert Pujols. We'll talk about his magical season and take a look at what the team might do to fill that role moving forward on today's episode of Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Cardinals fans. I'm J.D. Haffer, and I'm a national radio sports anchor, born and raised in the Lou, and a lifetime Cardinals fan. And I'm your host for Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, covering your team every day. You can follow me on Twitter if you want, at J.D. Sports Radio. Follow the podcast at LO underscore Cardinals on Twitter. I want to thank those of you that make Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. You can go to iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, we're on YouTube where you can like, subscribe, and also hit that notification button. Very, very key in uh, the whole YouTube thing is to have the notifications go off when our, our videos go live. That way that you can be a part of those videos as soon as they're made available. Make sure you comment down below so you can interact with us on the YouTube channel. This is a show serving Cardinal Nation and giving the best fans in baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat. I am rocking, if you are watching on YouTube, I am rocking my uh, Blues jersey today. They are in Seattle tonight to take on the Kraken, game two of the series. I don't know why the Blues have had to wait so long <laughs> to keep playing games. This will be only their second game of the season. Other teams are like on their fourth and fifth games, and here the Blues are just going to number two. But either way, looking forward to watching that one tonight. Um, but we're a baseball podcast here. We're talking about the Cardinals. And as we continue our review of the different parts of the team in 2022, one position that we haven't discussed yet is the newest position to the team, and that's the designated hitter role. And boy, did the Cardinals hit a home run with what they did in their first year with the DH. In true Halloween fashion, we can call this segment Albert Pujols, the year he came home. Like, how much fun was this season having number five back in a Cardinal uniform and creating history throughout the year? One of the greatest signings in the history of this team, right? I mean, come on. But it didn't always seem that way. It didn't always seem that way. In fact, some people questioned whether or not bringing Albert back was even the smart thing to do. So let's go ahead and jump in the DeLorean real quick. Let me take you back to 2011, all right? It's Albert's final year in St. Louis. The Cardinals win their 11th World Series title that year. Albert is set to become a free agent. Most of us couldn't imagine a world without Albert on the team. Okay? I mean, he'd won two championships, three MVPs, six Silver Sluggers, 10-time All-Star. He got a batting title, two gold gloves. He was the rookie of the year. Like, how can this franchise even think about not re-signing Albert Pujols? What are they doing? Three teams reportedly interested in Albert at the time. You had the Cardinals, the Marlins, and then the Angels. Now, reports were that the Cardinals offered Pujols a 10-year, $210 million deal with a $30 million deferred salary. But Pujols rejected it. Now, his wife ended up going on a radio talk show uh, right around this time. And remember, it was, it was weird because they were like discussing. It wasn't Albert talking about it. His wife was doing it. It was weird. Goes on a radio talk show and said that they were insulted and they were confused that the Cardinals had initially only offered Albert a five-year deal. Which, in a way, when you go and you look back at it, that's low-balling him. I get that. You got the Marlins and the Angels who are like jumped to 10 years right away. 
But remember, Albert was going to be 32. And paying a dude until he was 42 seemed a little bit silly, didn't it? Five years seemed like a smart play. And I don't blame the Cardinals for starting there. I really didn't. You don't put your best deal on the table immediately when you're negotiating with somebody. You don't immediately go to what you're willing to go to. That's not how it works. That's not smart. You throw out a number, you work from there. You go, hey, we want to give out, we're, we're offering five. Albert says, hey, I want 10. And usually you, you squeeze and you find the middle road. So the Marlins uh, reportedly offer Pujols a 10-year contract, but the Angels looking to make a splash. They go 10 years, and then they're like, we're going to give you all this money. And on December 8th of 2011, just a couple months after winning the championship with the Cardinals, he signs a 10-year deal with the Angels worth around $254 million. Now, this is quite divisive for the Cardinal fan base. One side says, what the hell are you doing? What are you doing? How did you let the greatest right-handed hitter in team history, maybe Major League Baseball history, walk? The other side says, holy crap, that's way too much money. I'm glad they didn't sign him to that nonsense. And also remember, at this time, there was no DH in the National League. So Albert, as he got older, as far as you know, is going to have to play the field if he's going to be in the lineup every day. The fan and me obviously wanted them to do whatever it took to keep Albert in town, while the business side says paying a dude like that into his late 30s and early 40s is a bad idea. Albert already started to have some physical issues the last couple of years in St. Louis. Whatever side of the fence you were on didn't matter. He was gone. He moved to L.A., and now the Cardinals had to figure out what they needed to do without him. The team had Alan Craig and Lance Berkman still. Both had great seasons in 2011. Berkman has an injury, marred final season in St. Louis in 2012, plays in just 32 games. Craig, solid, 307, 22 homers, 92 RBIs. The team also signed with the extra money, Carlos Beltran, who hits 269 with 32 home runs and 97 RBIs. So the team actually did a very good job in filling in for the missing Albert Pujols production. And they go on to the NLCS that year, end up falling to the Giants in seven games. Meanwhile, Albert goes to L.A., hits 285, which – is solid for mere mortals, but for Albert Pujols, lowest average he'd had since coming up to the majors. Also, hits 30 home runs. Again, great for normal people. For Albert Pujols, lowest since coming up. He drives in a respectable 105, but the Angels finish in third place. They don't make the playoffs. You're going to hear that phrase a lot here. 2013, Pujols had by far the worst season of his career to date, failing to play at least 100 games in a season for the first time. He posted career worsts in hits, runs, scored, doubles, home runs, RBIs, walks, batting average, on-base percentage, slugging percentage, OPS, all of it awful for him. In August, he suffers a foot injury. He's out for the remainder of the season. The Angels finish in third place and fail to make the playoffs. 2014, he comes back and plays 159 games. He hits 272, 28 bombs, 105 RBIs. Hardly the Albert-like numbers that we'd been accustomed to, but the Angels, they win the AL West, but get swept in three straight games by the Royals in the ALDS. 2015, Albert hits just 244. He hammers 40 bombs, drives in 95 RBIs, makes his only All-Star game as a member of the Angels who finish in third place and fail to make the playoffs. 2016, 268, 31 home runs, 119 RBIs. Angels finish in fourth place in the division and fail to make the playoffs. 2017, 241, 23 home runs, 101 RBIs. Angels finish in second place in the division, but they're 80 and 82 and fail to make the playoffs. 2018, he hits 245, 19 home runs, 64 RBIs. Angels fourth place again, 
fail to make the playoffs. 2019, 244, 23 home runs, 93 RBIs. Angels, fourth place again, fail to make the playoffs. And at this time, Albert's making $28 million. And that's what you're getting in 2019. 2020, you got the COVID year. Albert's now 40. He's the oldest player in the league. Hits 224, six home runs, 24 RBIs. 2021, he gets off, he gets out to an awful start. Hits 198. The Angels say enough's enough. May 6th, they designate him for assignment. Nine-plus seasons with the Angels. Pujols hits 256 with 222 home runs, 783 runs batted in. During the time with the Angels, the team won the AL West once in 2014 and won zero postseason games. So in hindsight, the Cardinals are probably glad that Albert chose to go out West instead of signing him and him staying in St. Louis. But we all still loved him, right? Like none of us were anti-Albert. Maybe some people were and felt betrayed by him signing with the Angels, but he got the big contract. He got the money. He'd earned it over his time in the in the league so far. I don't I don't blame a guy for doing that. It's it it is what it is. Yeah, he's got to take care of himself. But time heals all wounds. So when he got released, many of us were hoping that the Cardinals would pick him up right away. But instead, he stays in LA and he signs with the Dodgers on May 17th. Part of me understood that because why would he want to move from LA in the middle of the season? back to St. Louis, even though he's got a home in St. Louis. I get that. But still, he's out there already. Kind of made sense. So uh, signs with the Dodgers on May 17th. He ends up having to wear the number 55 because Corey Seager's wearing number five. He's in blue. He looks overweight. It just was a gross look. Hits 254, 12 home runs, 38 RBIs, and 85 games for the Dodgers. And finishes the season with 17 bombs total. And he kind of carves out a niche as a good hitter against left-handers, okay? He hits 294, 13 dingers, 34 RBIs against the lefties. Okay. Cardinals fans, myself included, thought it would be cool for the team to get Albert back on the team for one more year. We knew Yachty was hanging them up. Wayno, almost done. We still don't know what he's doing yet. So why not bring in Albert? You need a DH now. There's now a DH in the National League. It would be a slam dunk in the PR department. So why can't he be your right-handed stick against lefties? And it made so much sense that the Cardinals did it. On March 28th, Albert Pujol signs a one-year contract to return to the Cardinals and announced that 2022 would be his final season and what a season it would be. We're going to talk about it next on Lockdown Cardinals. And I mentioned Albert looking weird and blue. After all the years in the red and the white with the Cardinals and the Angels, which was kind of kind of cool because even though he went to L.A., it was like still kind of the same color scheme, red, white, gray. And it was just an odd look, though, for him to be in blue. And looking good in your clothing, that's pretty important in your everyday life for confidence, for making first impressions, and for just everyday comfort. And the folks at Roan want to help you look your best each and every day. And they can do it a few different ways. Now, the dress shirt, that was due for a radical reinvention, and Roan stepped up to the challenge. Roan's commuter shirt is the most comfortable, breathable, and flexible shirt known to man, and they've got some reasons why here. First off, they've got the Roan's comfortable four-way stretch fabric, which provides breathability and flexibility that leaves you free to enjoy what life throws you at you, uh, whether it's just your commute to work. What about playing 18 holes of golf? You know, you got to have the nice shirt on there. You don't want something that's, you know, kind of ugly. It's like you don't want to get made fun of by your boys, right? It's also time to feel confident with a wrinkle-free shirt without the hassle. Ironing is not fun. Nobody likes doing that. With Roan's wrinkle release technology, wrinkles disappear as you stretch and wear the shirt. It's that easy. Also, nobody likes the smelly guy. 
Nobody wants to be around that dude. With Gold Fusion anti-odor technology, you'll be smelling fresh and clean all day long. And on top of that, Roan is 100% machine washable, so you can ditch the dry cleaner altogether. Now, this commuter shirt is available, okay? The commuter shirt can get you through any workday and straight into whatever comes next. All you have to do to pick one up is go to Roan.com slash locked on and use the promo code locked on and save yourself 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your entire order. When you head to Roan, that's R-H-O-N-E.com slash locked on. Use code locked on. It's time to find your corner office comfort. Upgrade your closet today with the Roan and use locked on to save 20% at www.roan.com slash locked on. An amazing season by Albert Pujols. Let's talk about it. Because of the lockout, the season itself was delayed a little bit. And Albert signs on March 28th. And I remember watching his interviews and notice how much better. It was the first thing I noticed. It was how much better he looked shape-wise. 2021, he looked he looked large, man. He didn't look good. He looked like he had a gut. But after he signed with the Cardinals, he's doing interviews. Looked like he shed a lot of pounds. Looked more like himself when the games began. In the first half of the season, not great by any means, all right? He hits 267, two home runs, four RBIs in the first month. Then he goes 188, two home runs, 11 RBIs in May. And then he bottoms out at 158, zero home runs, two RBIs in June. Now, the PR side of things was going great. It was awesome. Every time he comes up to the plate at Bush Stadium, standing ovation, everybody loves him. But the production, which is very important, not so good. First half numbers for Albert, 215, six home runs, 20 RBIs. Yeah, that's not that's not what you wanted. And um, there was even discussion. I remember after the season was over that Albert thought about actually hanging things up after June. Like he was like, look, I'm not playing good. This isn't fun. I'm not enjoying it. Maybe I shouldn't be playing anymore. He didn't want to embarrass himself. But remember, Pujols then gets chosen to be on the National League All-Star team by MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred. He gets chosen as a legacy selection to honor his career achievements along with the Tigers' Miguel Cabrera. He was also selected also selected to participate in the Home Run Derby, where he advances to the second round. Thank you to uh, one Kyle Schwarber, who may or may not have put, back, put up his, his best effort in that particular round against Albert. We'll never know for sure, but uh, I don't know. Just watching it, you could tell Schwarber. It looked like Schwarber was pulling back a little bit, didn't it? Anyway. So he passes Schwarber, falls one home run short of the eventual winner, Juan Soto. And during this, you get that moment where the all-star players all surround Albert and they show their appreciation for him and his career. And it's a cool scene. And he's at Dodger Stadium where he just played the year before. He's in front of the L.A. people. I'm sure there are plenty of Angels fans that uh, you know watched Albert over the years with them and were there and clapping. And everybody loved it. Everybody loved him. It was fantastic. And he was doing it in a Cardinals uniform, which was super cool. And after that moment and after that game, Albert comes back as the machine in the second half of the season. And he's smashing anything in his path on his way to 700 home runs. He finishes the month of July hitting 320, three home runs and seven RBIs. And then he just goes nuts in August. Hits 361, eight home runs, 17 RBIs. September, October, 275, nine home runs, 27 RBIs. He reaches 700 home runs, a number I did not think he was going to reach at the beginning of the season. In fact, I was hoping he would just catch A-Rod. That's what I was really hoping for. I just wanted to see him pass 
Alex Rodriguez, and that's all I needed. But Albert does more than we need, right? That's what he's always done with the Cardinals. Goes to 700, passes 700. Phenomenal stuff. Finishes the second half of the season hitting 323 with 18 home runs, 48 RBIs, leads his team to the NL Central crown, along with guys like Goldschmidt and Arenado. But where would they have been without Albert in that second half? I mean, his production was crazy. Final line on the area, it's 270, 24 home runs, 68 RBIs. And those are the important numbers because for all of the history and all of the accomplishments and the magic that he brought to the stadiums each and every day, we're not going to be able to replicate that. That's not going to happen. In the end, what the Cardinals have to do, kind of to steal a line from the Moneyball movie, is we can't replace Albert Pujols. You can't do that. But maybe we can recreate him and the numbers that he put up at the DH position in 2023. So we're going to look at the options to try and do that next here on Locked on Cardinals. Now, Bilt Bar Puffs, been talking to you about them for quite a while now. And if you haven't tried them yet, you're you're depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. If if you've had them, then let me introduce you to your new favorite flavor, which is going to be the Cookie Dough Chunk Puffs. They have a light, a chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks. And of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate, which makes them all that more special. All of the joys of eating cookie dough, and you don't have to worry about the hassle of making it. Plus, it's actually healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. They're made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. So you can eat something that not only tastes good, but is also good for you. And you're going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff, whether you you need a snack before your workout, a late night treat, or just need to grab a quick bite. One of the things that I've been doing, I've mentioned this before, is we'll be watching the scary movies here in the month of October, watching all the Halloween movies or the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, be uh, pop up some popcorn. And then I have my cookie dough chunk puffs with me. And so I eat that as the substitute for the Halloween candy. And I have that with the popcorn and then whatever I'm drinking. And it's worked out nicely. So Built is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. So you can ditch the calories, you can ditch the fat, and ditch the sugar. Grab yourself a Built bar and still get the sweetness that you're craving. Go to Built.com. You can use the promo code LOCKEDON15 and get 15% off your order. Once again, Built.com, promo code LOCKEDON15. Do it today. You will not regret it. So let's play Frankenstein, shall we, and try to recreate the hitter that is Albert Pujols for the 2023 season. Now, the first guy that comes to mind for me to fill the now open DH spot is Juan Yepes. Now, does anybody, first off, trivia question, does anybody remember how they got Juan Yepes? Do you you guys know where he came from? They actually had to trade for him. They got him from the Braves for Matt Adams. That's right. Big old big city Matt Adams. 2017 is when they made that trade. Um, Ends up hitting immediately when he comes into the Cardinals organization. In fact, becomes the minor league co-player of the year in 2021 with a guy that you might be familiar with. His name is Jordan Walker, one of the top prospects in all of baseball. Juan, as you saw over the season, was the guy who followed Albert around all the time, soaking up the knowledge of number five. And he's certainly capable of putting up similar numbers to what Albert did this season. Now, he hit 253, 12 home runs, 30 RBIs, and he did that in 76 games. Okay? And 
oddly enough, most of his damage actually came against right-handers. I was surprised to, to see this when I looked it up. He hit 253 against the righties, but 10 of his 12 home runs against right-handers and 23 of his 30 RBIs against lefties. He still hit 255, but only two home runs and seven RBIs. And the fact was, is that he was playing less against lefties because you had Albert Pujols, who was going to be in that DH spot against the left-handers because that's was his role coming into the season. And he was having a very strong year until that forearm injury in July, which really set things back a bit. I mean, we were talking about um, Yepes getting rookie of the year votes at the time. That's how good he was. And one thing that's really nice about Juan is that he's also proven that he can play other positions. He can play the corner outfield spots. He can play first base. He even did some third base this year. So he's not just a DH and having that sort of flexibility is obviously huge since it allows you to give guys like Arenado and Goldie a rest day from either playing in the field or just days off altogether. And I think he's the perfect fit to slide right into that role. Um, you, you notice how Arenado and Goldie kind of fell apart down the stretch. Maybe they need more rest as they get older. Not that they're old guys, but instead of playing 150 games a year, maybe they need to be around 130. Got a guy like Yepes who can play both those positions and DH. Kind of nice. Uh, from the left side, the guy I'm hoping that steps up is Nolan Gorman. Now, Gorman is kind of a nice fit in the way Yepes is because he's your left-hander. Obviously, he can hit, um, but he can play second base and third base. You know, he came up as a third baseman. And uh, obviously playing second base is something he's just started doing in the last year and a half, but um, he seemed fine. I, did, I didn't hate him at second base and I hope that he only gets better. Um, but as a left-handed DH, barring he doesn't not hit like he did at the end of the year, you've got Donovan who could play second base every day. I don't know if there's much more Gorman needs to do in Memphis, but perhaps he starts the season down there. I don't know. But the guy's 22. He hit 14 home runs in his first 300 at-bats in the major leagues. If he progresses instead of regressing like he did in the second half, I think he's a nice fit to do the DH work along with Yepes. And like I said, he gives you that flexibility of being able to play a couple other positions on the infield. So he's not just exclusively a DH. Now, there will be some veteran names that you're going to hear about that might be available to sign as free agents. J.D. Martinez, Jorge Soler, Andrew McCutcheon, Daniel Vogelbach, uh, Joey Gallo, Michael Brantley, Nelson Cruz, Adam Duvall, Jock Peterson, Trey Mancini, Brandon Drury. These are guys that you're going to see and you're going to go like, ooh, I like that name. But these guys are going to be a little bit pricey, okay? They're not cheap, all right? J.D. Martinez made crazy money this year. I think he's due, like, I think he could make $19 million this year. Not, like, they're not cheap. And if you're going to put your funds towards something, I'm not putting it towards the DH position, really. I'm putting it towards things like catching and relief pitchers or maybe a shortstop. So if that happens, you're not going to be spending bigger bucks on the DH spot. And you certainly want to have guys who can also play the field and aren't exclusively DHs. It, ju it just makes life a lot easier on Ollie. You know, Albert being able to play first base this year was huge. It really helped things out because it got Goldie off his feet some days. You know, that was a big deal. So, again, we can't replicate what Albert meant to this team and to these fans, like how his aura and his chase for history affected games. But in a straight numbers way, 
the Cardinals might already have two guys on this roster who can do that and maybe even do it better. You know, if you get a full year out of Yepes and you're putting Gorman's production on there too, maybe they do better than Albert did this year. It's a possibility, and it's one that I think the Cardinals will will go down that road before they sign anybody else. And I'm okay with that. I like it. I like Yepes. I like Gorman. I'm fine. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen today. Now make your second listen to Locked On MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked On MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. If you would, please like and subscribe on YouTube. Hit the notification button. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals and at JD Sports Radio. Um, again, on the YouTube, the likes and stuff, like we're up to, uh, I think it was 1,650 subscribers now. We keep climbing, and I like that. I appreciate that. You keep liking that sucker, and more people who are Cardinals fans will be able to join us and find the podcast, which you know works out for all of us because the more, the merrier, right, when it comes to uh, Cardinals baseball. You're the best fans in the league for a reason. And I'll see you next time right here on Locked on Cardinals.